What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Give Me Beer Podcast. Yeah, we're aware it's been a bit, but we're back. We got some. Well, actually, we got a lot of juicy stuff to get get on top of. And so, I'm here with the boys again. Ben's here. Hey, Hunter's here. What's up, Hunt? I know. Noah's here. Probably thinking about Call of Duty, but who knows? What's up, Noah? <laughs> What's up, everyone? Jordy, last but not least, how's it going? What's popping? It's not Jordy's, too bad. Jordy's got the wings hanging out the back. A little flow going on, a little chop. Yeah, baby. Salad, so I like little that. I like to see that on the Zoom call here. Uh, <laughs> we're still a little remote. I uh, hope you guys are staying safe, staying, staying active, I guess. Having fun with your families and friends, whatever yeah. you're doing, whatever. Your bubble, I suppose you can call it. Speaking of the bubble, the NBA bubble started up there. So today is... July 21st, late at night, we're recording here. A little news broke today. We'll get to that any second about the NFL. We'll let, we'll let, little Timberwolves action on the bit, too. Some national news for the Timberwolves. So I think the boys want to finish with some baseball talk, a lot of it. Uh, we'll get into some division predictions, some Minnesota Twins, obviously. Uh, but let's start with this. The news that broke today. The Minnesota Timberwolves are being sold by the Taylor family or Glenn Taylor, or they're being put up for sale. And so they're yep. possible suitors. So what, Noah, what did you, what did you see that was the big, the big storyline? Um, the big storyline, um, Kevin Garnett yeah. wants to buy the team. He said this on Twitter, my passion for the Timber- Minnesota Timberwolves to be a championship team is well known, but I have deep, deeper affection for the city of Minneapolis. I once again want to see Minneapolis as the diverse and loving community that I know is. No two people love the city more than myself and Glenn Taylor. I look forward to trying to work with him to achieve my dream. What a beauty. That's just a goes past basketball there, clearly, for him, which is awesome. Yeah. And so, what, it's him and a uh, group of investors or a team of investors yep. that are looking to buy it. That's how most teams are bought nowadays. Yeah. It's not like the old, you know, Jerry Jones could go out and buy, you know, the Cowboys for a lot of money, but you know, like 80 million, Glenn Taylor bought the team for 88 million and now it's worth yeah. 1.3 billion. And we're one of the cheaper, you know, we're one of the small least expensive teams. No, I, I dig that. And so one thing I saw the other day or today also is Tracy McGrady and Jermaine O'Neal are starting their own, uh, What's the word agency or firm, I suppose. Okay. Uh, yep. So it's kind of like Kevin Garnett's getting involved there. All well, those two XNBA stars are figuring out their own way of get, staying active within the league in the future, but not. Uh, here was my here was my thing on this whole thing. I think we should buy it. I think Give Me a Break podcast oh. should mm-hmm. buy the Timberwolves. We then come we in get with some heat. Eat. That then we, we should do. We make the, then we make the LeVar Ball section. Amen. We sign LeVar Ball on a contract. Oh no. So then we have to sign yeah. on a right? on a on a maxed contract. We sign Whoa. LeVar Ball. How much cash we got? Well, we got all the, the cash team. in the world. We're buying the team, so we got all the revenue from that team. Revenue right there. So we're trading all of our assets to get all LeVar Ball. Yes, mm-hmm. all of them. LeVar Ball and Ricky Rubio. And then we're, re- we're renaming the, the Minnesota Timberwolves to the Ricky regime. Yeah, I'm already on it. I'm on the ship. We're going to have a 
I think so. Our, <laughs> our starting five is going to be Ricky one through one through three, and then Lavar playing the four and the five. I think. Oh, this no, is listen. A, I like a little two man, two man squad. I'm ready to one up you here, Noah. No, I'm ready to one up you here. On this okay. One, okay. 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 So, how we get Ricky is an interesting thing. Okay. Second round. Pick. We're gonna trade. No, we're gonna trade. D'Angelo and Cat to the Suns so they can go be with their best oh, friend Devin Booker. Yes! And we make this we make this a multiple team trade. We get the number one draft pick no matter what. We draft mm. LaMelo. We also get Lonzo oh. in this multi-team oh. trade. Let's go. And then we go out and we sign Leangelo Ball because he's just, you know, on the case we might as well. We we have our lineup is all the balls, and then Ricky Rubio. That's fine. I think if we did that plan, we'd have to rename it to the Big Baller brand. Yeah, probably. No, no. We got to go with the Ricky Baller but brand. Mm. Ooh. The all right. The Ricky Ball Baller brand. That's so it'd be RBBB. Okay, okay. We're also going to okay. pay Ricky Rubio enough money to change his last name to Ricky Ball. I just think that has to happen. Yes! I think he yes. already has enough money. Probably. No, we're yeah, we'll, we'll give him the bag. Money. Yeah, we're going to give him the bag. What do you think? We, in, in serious, no, I suppose. Yes. We want the Wolves to be sold now that he's putting it up Absolutely. for sale. Okay. Kevin, I mean, Kevin I think, I think yes. KG doesn't uh, want to retire his number until Glenn Taylor's out of the picture. Yeah. And no matter who buys it, I think that means we see a KG retirement, um, which is right. Which I think. I mean, listen, we've seen some it's overdue retirement nights, right? The KG retirement night needs to be like the biggest retirement night thing ever because in he Minnesota, has been, yeah, he, well, not just in Minnesota, but like in general, because I don't think there are many basketball players that have meant more to a team than Kevin Garnett. Mm. I was, I, that might be. Little stretch, but yeah, I see what you mean. Little bit, okay, yeah, cool. a little bit stretch. Well, I think cool in Minnesota, yes. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, um, making recipes. Kobe Bryant, right? He's this huge figure and huge figure in Lakers yeah, history, right? Yeah, that's but what I was thinking. They um, also they have Magic, they have no. Kareem, they have these other guys. Well, no, the best way to put it, the big best way to put it is. LeBron. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Jordy. Go ahead, Jordy. The best oh, way to put it oh, is KG. breaking news. Breaking news. What oh. from Star Tribune? Um, their, tw- their Twitter, um, their Twitter. Kevin Garnett and Vikings owners are reportedly interested in buying the Timberwolves. So now the Vikings well, owners—they're two, they're two different groups. Yeah, I was just going to say the Wolf yep. family. Oh, yep. That's huge. Adam, they have a little bit more money than the freaking Garnett team. Adam Schefter. Does. This is from Schefter. It says uh, the Wolf family emerges as a top candidate to buy the T Wolves. Okay. And honestly, I'm I'm a wolf believer. They do good for the city, so I wouldn't mind that. We got a really good um, general manager. He's doing his thing. So as long as the whoever yeah, owns it or buys it, whoever buys it stays out of Rosas's way and just lets him run the team, I think it's going to go great. No matter what, because no. he's doing a great job already. Yeah, he, yeah. What he, did, we got rid of like twelve of our fourteen guys from when he was first hired. So yeah. he, did, he didn't and, do like and with draft picks. Yeah, he didn't do a passive so rebuild. He did a real top to yeah. bottom restructure, which is important to see if you're going to be in one of those 
teams of death. So that's Top a cool spots. little breaking news there. And a good job, Nolan Jordy, little news reporter boys. Uh, Fish mm-hmm. Rap Factory West Side on there. And Star Tribune. That's right. I think it's the West Side. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's all we got for Wolves. There's not much going on. Obviously, yeah. we're not in the mm-hmm. bubble. Let's talk about the I, bubble here quick. Disconnected. Uh, uh, what did I miss? Sorry. Oh, I don't know if you heard it, Ben. The Wolves um, are the a top candidates yeah, by the Timberwolves. I wasn't able to comment on that. I said that it's too bad. I mean, to see another competitor. Like, I really want KG to get it because that'd be really awesome. Yeah. The Wolves probably have more money, I think, too. Do we really no, but I think do. it'll be interesting to see, though, if KG gets a spot in the Wolves organization because I know that's what he's wanted. Yeah, when he right. signed that two-year deal or whatever with the Wolves when he came back. He wanted, right. he, he wanted ownership and didn't get any of it, and that's why he's mad yeah. at Glenn Taylor. Sure. But it'll be interesting to see if he gets a part of it or even a say in yeah. kind of what goes on. Because I mean, well, I was going to say KG's like the Michael Jordan of the Timberwolves. You know, that's kind of how yeah. we see him. The so I mean, he's meant a lot even when he came back. Yeah, yeah. So just so that I, I did read this thing recently saying that there also is a minority stake in the Timberwolves that's still available. That there was a former my, minority owner that decided um, to drop his minority ownership. And so it's back with the team. So there is a stake that theoretically, if somebody else was to get majority, uh, KG could become a minority owner, owner still. Mm. Why is the target center trendy? Also, are they uh, going to become the Minnesota Timber Wilfs now? Oh, that's kind mm. of fire. That's kind of fire. That's what Common will probably call him. That's yeah, exactly hundred. Common, if you're listening to this, that's trademarked. I want my money. <laughs> oh sure. Oh, we just pulled Clayton Kershaw, boys. The show, of course. So let's get into the NBA bubble since the Wolves obviously are not there. Yep. What do we think is going to happen with some of these? I mean, the storyline so far is Zion left, yeah. Montrez Harrell yep. left. What else do yep. we have? We had um, the one guy left the thing to pick up some food. Bagley's gone. Okay, Marvin Bagley's gone. Oh, he yeah, just I saw came that. out today. Rashawn Hodge. So. Oh, who else is gone? Um, Grizzlies small forward, former Heat. I'm literally pulling a blank. Help me out. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. No, no, no. The guy that went to the – Jay Crowder was traded away. They got this guy back from – Justice Winslow's gone. Oh, Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow, Winslow well, hurt himself today. The storyline is a lot of them are catching Can't fish in the it. ocean, which mm. they're going wet in the line later. That'd be fun. Uh, no, big fisher guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Patrick Beverly left for personal reasons. Yeah, so we there got some – gr- There was some girl on Twitter that was claiming she already got an invite to yeah. the bubble. Yeah, I did hear that too. They built a barber shop. That was pretty cool. So and yeah, like it's kind of turning into like two K, my career park. almost. But yeah, the park. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I'm just worried. Is is it because like they get like to invite people, right? Essentially. Yep. Is it gonna be yep. really, really? Is it gonna be like really weird when some of these guys are gonna start inviting females? Yeah. And are some of these females just gonna get like? passed around the bubble if you know what oh, I'm saying no. Like, oh no I mean Probably. sadly it's, yeah. a, it's a weird thought it's just like oh so yeah, quickly, no, let's just surprised. mention this what do we think about once games are being played is it all Lakers is it all Clippers and is it all Bucks or do we think a team's gonna 
come out of the blue. Well, so I, I still like the Celtics a lot. The Celtics, um, yeah, you like you're a believer the too. Ma- the, Ma- the Mavericks are a dark horse, I think. I like the Mavericks roster. Um, I just like the Celtics because, like, to me, that's a kind of team that could come out and kind of surprise some people. You know, they have a lot of talent. Um, I think it's between the Celtics and the Bucks in the East. Okay. You don't like the and Sixers? I, I don't like the Sixers that much, no. Okay. I I would pick the Blazers if they weren't fighting for that eighth seed. You That's the only problem. If they yeah. if if they weren't fighting for that eighth seed, I would say they could probably go up against the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals and lose or the Clippers. Wow! So but it's think, just they're fighting against. You don't like, dude. Them. They got Nurkic healthy. They, their whole yeah. team is what? healthy now. Nurkic yeah. is healthy. Yep, and he's playing. So that's why I'm saying, if they were not only fighting for that eighth seed, I think they had a chance on making it far in the playoffs. And just, but. just uh, they have Whiteside, right? Yeah. Yes. So you could. You, they could start Nurkic and, and Whiteside possibly. And and oh, yeah, Rodney fun. Hood's back. And Rodney Hood's back from and his injury. Mello's there now, right? So, yep. so maybe they're a little darker, but they got to make the team, right? Or they got to make the playoffs over. They, they got to make do. the playoffs, and well, they and they have to beat the Lakers if they get to the playoffs. Right. So the when Justice, round, so. oh yeah, I see. And now Justice yeah. Winslow, you know, he is gone. So that is another hit to that Memphis team of like, who do we have? You know, it's they're missing guys. But is is the yeah. Pelicans fighting for the eight two? Yep. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw this. They have like the easiest and the Grizzlies. Easiest, easiest, easiest eight games ever. It's like seven of the teams are the ones fighting for spots, or or Washington or whatever. And then so, so that was my point where they made it for Zion because they all they're trying to do is show him off. But that's all conspiracy too. So that's one thing. Let's anything else from the NBA bubble. I think I got Lakers all the way. I don't. I don't see a team that can I, put them. I much. I hope the Lakers or the Bucks win it. That's yeah. kind of how I see it. I mean, if the Bucks don't win it, does Giannis not accept the supermax and go somewhere else? No, nope. super team. He goes. I think he goes somewhere else. Wow. I can't remember when I saw this, um, but the last time LeBron James like didn't make the NBA Finals besides last year with the Lakers, yeah, was like. 2010, I think. Yep. The last year he was with the Cavaliers, I think. Prior to Miami. Yep. Right. Correct. I mean, he, when he settles in, he is He's, very, very successful. Yeah. So I, I got, I got Lakers. I think. It's, I gotta say one oh, more thing. Was, so last time they made the playoffs, they made it to the NBA Finals, except for like that 20,000, 2010 year because the Heat didn't make it. I think his first year either. Yeah, I'm just gonna okay, say go one thing that. The first games of the season, when it starts back up July 30th, are Utah yeah. and New Orleans on New- TNT, and then the Clippers and Lakers. You're going to be walking. Yeah, oh, no. wow. Clippers, Lakers. July right 30th. Clippers, Lakers yep. right off the bat. It's huge. That's yep. fire. All right. On TNT. Shout so you out. said, Giannis, where is Giannis going to go, do you think, if he leaves? Just say it real quick. Warriors. I was just going to say, is it Warriors or Raptors? Those are the two hot spots. Because Toronto has the two hot spots. Because Toronto has a huge amount of money left because Kawhi left, and they didn't sign anybody into that hole. So nope, they didn't. Toronto would make a lot of sense, and that'd be a really good team. And Spicy P is still cheap right now, right? Spicy P is still cheaper. Still on that rookie deal. Yep. 
Wow. So, I mean, you could theoretically just bring in Giannis for like a two-year contract and say, hey, come here and win a ring and we'll figure out money after that. That's surprising. All right. But the problem is, is Milwaukee's got a pretty good supporting staff in my in my opinion. But yeah, not, not as good as Steph Curry or another superstar because Chris Middleton's not a superstar, but he's good. So after that, uh, Chris Middleton's an all star though, so you can't. I, I don't think he's a superstar. Is all I said. And I don't think many people would argue with me there. If you want to, I'll you... hey, I think I will because no think... one okay, will. So. Let's go. Chris Middleton's a superstar. <laughs> I think take... he's a. He takes superstar I think shots. he's a. I think he's on the. If not superstar, he's on the very verge of being a superstar. I don't know. Like I think if All I right. think if he comes and has like All one. I can of say these, is he, like, What's up, Jordy? All I can say is he wasn't worth the time on the Squid Wild organization, and That's he got right. traded away. That's right. <laughs> he wouldn't beat an eighty-five overall. He's a superstar in two K. All right. He wouldn't beat a ninety-one. Foot, football or or. Football or hockey, boys? Hockey. All right. Football's still bomb. Hockey. Let's Minnesota go. Wild. They're, what, August 2nd? NHL is going to start up. So, yeah, August 1st, but we play on the 2nd at That's right. 9, 35. Yep. A.M.? Mm-hmm. P.M. P.M. Do you notice it's 9.35 because they have a five-minute delay on the game, so uh, we don't get another uh, St. Louis Blues Oh, Stanley really? Cup situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? And I'm sure with the no crowd, it's going to be pretty hard to limit unless they're pumping Wait, it's a lot five of minute delay, not five. I heard five second delay. Oh my gosh. Five minute delay is huge. It might actually. be five seconds. I just thought it was interesting. I didn't I I knew they were going to be delayed. I wasn't quite sure the exact timing, but yeah, that was a hilarious situation. I would just imagine that it's got to be. So it's really weird. Yeah, five second delay. It's probably 05 because like everyone knows in Duluth. That hockey, the puck dropped at seven oh seven. They say because it the broadcast starts at seven, and then it's seven minutes of the right. up to the game. So it'll That's probably right. be broadcasts start at seven with five minutes of you know the big heads talking and national getting anthem. ready for the game. It probably yeah. yeah national that's usually how it is too, you know. especially if there's two national anthems now. I suppose every game. But I hate it that it's mm-hmm. not on Fox Sports North because yeah. everybody on NBC hates the Wild and. Uh, wait, it's, wait, it, it's not it's on not. Fox Sports North. It's on NBC. Oh, that sucks. NBC oh, Sports that, Network. Just, yeah, just that game specifically, or all the games? I don't think any of them are. A lot of them are on national television. Yeah, you know why? Interesting. Because people Minnesota are going to watch Twins, it. Minnesota Twins will be playing on mm. Fox Sports North. Yeah, right, we'll get to the Twins true. in a while. So we got the Vancouver five-game series, do you guys still think we have a chance? Do you think we're going to tank? Do you think we're going to go for that one of eight odds to get the number one pick? What do you guys want us to do, um, Hunter and Jordy? I think that I think that we'll have flashes of what we can be, but I mean, I I think we're just too outclassed in yeah. offense to win. Like, in a, five, in a five-game five series. Vancouver specifically? Yeah. In a five-game series, you need offense. And yeah. that's yeah. exactly what we don't have. Well, I learned from you guys prior to t- to, the, to this episode is uh, we have one left or one righty shooter. Yep. I, I'll that is you a good offensive way. team if that's that is, is currently on our shutdown PK line. So, you know, really utilizing also, him. It is actually two now, though. Because JT's a righty. Who? 
JT Brown. Yeah, but I mean, he's fourth line. Yeah, right? he's not like, a big offensive. Yeah, threat. I mean, no. Yeah. Most of our righties are the backups because it's like it's JT Brown, it's Ryan Hartman, it's Gerald Mayhew. Who? And then it's like Luke Johnson, Sam Annis. So it's like it's nobodies that shoot right, basically. Yeah, like, we I, have... can't, I can't believe that. I've never noticed that. It's weird. Because if you shoot right, that means you're left or you're left hand dominant, right? Um, it's like flipped like that. I mean, it depends. I think it's a lot of player preference. Okay. Yeah. What does Kirill shoot? Uh, right hand. Because I'm pretty sure he's right. I thought I said he was a lefty. I thought. Oh, well, doesn't matter. He's he can score. We goals. don't care. He, he's he's a beaut. He's so, a beaut. So that's the biggest biggest storyline, almost bigger than the whole playoff resuming thing yeah. because also are we in Vancouver we're in Vancouver right not we're in Edmonton we're in Edmonton we're in right. Edmonton that's right where's Edmonton is that nor- where's uh, I have no clue geo- geology it's uh, is that it's, right uh, Seattle um no it's Edmonton kind of north of Calgary it's like yeah. directly north of Montana yeah okay so it's, okay. In, you said it's in mountain time yep, north I'm of not Calgary. gonna lie you said north of Calgary, and I'm sitting here thinking, oh, crap, where's Calgary? No, no that's exactly what I thought. Oh, okay, I, there I it have is. no clue where Calgary is either. So when oh, yeah, I think that, Vancouver is directly above. Uh, yeah, Vancouver's yeah, yeah, right a nice little city there. My dad's traveled there before for work. It's Edmonton and Toronto, right? Yep. And yep. The, everything... Toronto's out east. Yeah, Toronto. Yep. They're only using Toronto for the... Uh, Five game series and the first round. After the first round, everything's moving to Edmonton. Oh sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So Kirill, Edmonton's yeah. the capital of Canada, right? No, Ottawa. That's why Ottawa is. Ottawa. Oh, but, oh going, yeah, that's back, going back to uh, the placement of the cities, I oh, think yeah. it was all strategic because I mean we just heard that the Blue Jays can't play in Canada, yeah. right? So yeah. I think it was smart by the NHL to put everybody in Canada so they don't have to worry about that, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll have to log that away because we'll have to talk about that when we talk Twins too. Yeah, yeah so what? Do, have we heard about Toronto yet, Where what they're doing? Uh, like, no idea. Play? Buffalo was the was the talk that they'd play in Buffalo. I mean, that makes sense. It's, but their division's also close there. So Does yeah. Buffalo have a stadium? That can yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you yeah. don't need all the different leagues. You don't need that much. You don't need fan base to yeah. worry about. No. So that's kind right of nice. But going back to the wild, basically. Yeah, going back to the wild. I want to say, I want to win. Like in my heart, I'd yeah. be happy to see a wild dub. But yeah, there's a part of me like, even if we got out of this round, there's no way we're gonna keep up with the other teams out there. There's just yeah, so in many teams opinion- that have so much better talent than we do. This is a win-win kind of moment in reality. Because yeah. guess what? If we win this series, great. We win a playoff series. We advance in the playoffs. Fun times. More hockey. Rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. If we sure. lose, we have a shot at the number one overall pick. One and eight. Mm-hmm. One and eight. I already trolled my friend with this a little bit, where he's a diehard Red Wings fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor guy. So I made a comment, something along the lines of being like, Oh, uh, that tank did a whole lot for you. And he's like, oh, whatever. I'm like, well, the Wild have a higher chance of getting the number one overall pick than you guys at this point. And it's true. There's only a 
handful of teams that have a chance at the playoffs. What, and what we have did Detroit get? Uh, four. Third. Fourth? Third, yeah. third or fourth. That's trouble. Four, because um, cause, uh, Ottawa's going back-to-back with two and three because of San Jose. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy if we lost and we got that first pick. That would make oh, next sure, season just sure. so much better. <laughs> oh, we got Kaprizov coming in, who's like the best Russian prospect, and the number one overall pick, Alex Lafreniere. I mean, you can't go wrong. He is a lefty, but we'll you take can't it. go wrong with either of those. Or we could consider trading. We could consider trading that number one overall pick if we can get a nice haul. Who I'd keep it. Oh, I don't we're, know who he is. We're too old of a team. Same. Yeah, I don't not. know you. Keep the number one. Well, as Hunter yeah. said, he's told me Lafreniere could be the next Crosby. I think Whoa. so. Yep. Yeah. Yes. You, know yeah, no. you know what's really nuts, though? Okay. Now you draft him for sure. If we end up with the number one overall pick and get Alex Lafreniere, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep, that will be the first time that the Minnesota Wild <laughs> has the number one overall pick. First time ever. Yeah, because we can't win the lottery in any sports. In all fairness, though, if the Wild gets well, get him, he's going to turn into a huge bust because we can't draft in the first round to save our lives. That's fair. No, the only reason but, why we haven't had the number one overall pick, though, is because when we came into the league, we came in with multiple teams. Yeah. And they Columbus. actually. Yep. Thank you. I couldn't remember who it was, but yes, Columbus. And the weird thing is, is they actually. Um, blocked, the they no, they they blocked the uh, entry level teams into getting the uh, number one overall pick that year, I believe. But I'm, they, yeah, but no, they did an expansion draft, and I'm pretty sure they flipped a coin to see who would pick first oh. in the wild one. Yeah. So wow. it wasn't we didn't get the first pick of like the newest prospects, but we were we were the first pick in the expansion draft. Oh yes. <clears throat> who do we even take? Uh, also, is is Brian Ro- Rolston the most underrated Minnesota <laughs> agent signing of all time? What a guy. He was good, dude. He would take slap shots in a shootout. I know, what a legend. No, yeah, Columbus, nice. Columbus did go, hey, Columbus did go first. In? Me, sorry. That's a really loud type. Sorry. Yeah, come on, Jordy. So, uh, Brian Columbus Rolston's did go a legend, first, by right? the way. Now is Josh Donaldson the biggest? I'm just kidding. Not, not biggest, but no. I was thinking about free agents the other day. Not, in not our by lifetime, far. the big free agents are what? It's it's a, it's honestly kind of hard. It's like um well, for the Twins specifically. No, Minnesota just Minnesota sports in general because Kirk Cousins. Was, oh, it's pretty easy. Kirk Cousins was big. Favre was big for the moment. Uh, Donaldson was nice uh, this year finally, uh, but like. I couldn't see oh, that one guy. Many other people oh. have been incredible. Parise and Suter was the double duty. That, that's what killed the wild. That, that, so. yeah. mm-hmm. that 91 overall in Madden, that guy. Oh, Michael Pierce? Let's, Let's get right into Oh, that. yeah, that guy. Thank yeah. You, Noah. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, Sam Cassell was big, too. Sam Cassell was yeah, big. Okay, too. Yeah, now you're getting back there, right? When Marbury was huh. he a free agent? No, he. that was our draft pick. We drafted Marbury. God dang. D'Angelo no, Russell. Technically, you know what's worse than that. Malik, Malik, yeah, we Malik, Malik Beasley. Noah, we need a new mm. button on me. Josh Akogi. Josh Akogi. Um, Ricky Rubio. Come on. 
We drafted all those guys, dude. Or traded for them. So, yeah, we drafted Ray Allen, traded him for Stefan Marbury, and that was a hard That's factor. right. That's right. We had a perfect segue in there, and then Noah started naming off a bunch of random guys. Well, they're not tra- random. Madden, no, we didn't. We didn't. Those weren't free agent signings, though. We got Madden twenty one ratings coming out for all players this past week, and finally, and I mean finally, Harrison Smith is getting the respect he deserves. Number yeah. one safety in the NFL, at least Madden ratings wise. A couple were close, obviously, but he pulls away with the ninety five. Gotta love it. Now your shocker. Your Minnesota Vikings, second highest rated player, tied for second, tied. technically, yeah. is Michael Pierce, new defensive tackle, free agent signing from the Baltimore Ravens. The dude is strong. Tied with Dalvin yeah. Cook at 91 overall. So the question of the century is, does Michael Pierce having a 91 overall Madden rating and signing with the Vikings make us a Super Bowl lock? No. <laughs> it got off it was there. being quiet. I'm it just like, we're all just sitting quiet here. Because we're all just sitting here like... <laughs> we're all just laughing on the inside. Do you want to tell him? Yeah. The fact that Michael Pierce is a 91 is completely brand new to me. I am a diehard Viking, or football yeah. guy. Yeah. And I had never heard of Michael Pierce until we signed him because that's how defensive tackles are. They're not always easy to just pick up on. But I guess that guy is a stat impact. I mean, the man, I think we've, everyone has said this, the man ratings this year are just straight up weird in a lot of ways. They're weird, yeah. And I think one of the big problems is, is like, I've been playing a lot of man. I've been playing in this uh, competitive league, by the way. Had an amazing game today. I lost, sadly. No. You want to hear how I lose? I'm going to do this real quick. Onside kick. I recover it. I go down, kick a field goal, but I accidentally call the timeout with six seconds left, so I left the guy three seconds. Hail Mary, P.I., tries it again, gets it. I lose zero seconds on the clock. That sucks. Hate to see it. R.I.P. the chat. Madden Madden numbers don't always equate to somebody being a really good Madden player. Because man stats are overblown by stuff like strength for D tackles. I'm sure Michael Pierce's strength is out of the wor- out of this world because he is just ridiculously strong. It, 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 he he's, is. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Yeah. And I don't. It's such a weird thing that he's a 91, especially when you look at like the Neil Hunter being an 89 is just a disgrace. That is ridiculous. Yeah, that's the one question um, I was going to say. Well, it's not even just him. Like, TJ Watt was like an 86 or something, too, and, he, and we're sitting here like, he I mean, career. these are two of, the, two of the best young pass rushers in the league, and you have them as an 86 and an 89, and you Excuse give me? JJ Watt a 98? I mean, I think TJ is better at this point, probably, at this exact moment. Yeah, it's yeah, I yeah. can see that opinion. Yeah. I mean, the big question I have from the Madding rating is they snubbed Anthony Harris. So, yeah, I was getting Oh, yeah, with the 83. The happened to him. So, he's an 83. Yeah. Anthony Barr continues to drop. It seems like every year he drops, he's up to 80. Rudolph yeah. goes up to 84. It seems like that's almost high. And then the gap is five overall from Rudolph to Eric Kendricks at 89, who's 
That's as low as he needs to be. Yeah, he's, he's tied with he's tied with Kendricks, who's Kendricks and Hunter. It's also ridiculous that he's an eighty nine. Eighty nine are seen very low because Eric Kendricks was one of the best linebackers in the game last year. There's no question about that. Uh, also, something that's really really weird. Who's our highest rated offensive lineman? <laughs> I don't know. In Madden, it's Garrett Bradbury. They gave him a seventy seven. Butts, what's Bradbury? Butts, sweat. Telling you, that's a guy on the gave, edge. And they gave Brian O'Neill a seventy five, which I think is like insane. Low. Yeah, insanely low. Sorry. I, I see that. I see that. Well, Daniel Hunter and Eric Hendricks at eighty nine are. That's a threshold thing. If they're anything lower, yeah. it's completely fooey. Anthony Harris at 83 doesn't make sense. as he, his Obviously, his stats were amazing, and his analytics are yeah. even better. So in Madden, shouldn't you be looking at analytics and speed and turning and crap like that? I don't know. Uh, some of the things around the league is Lamar Jackson got 94 after winning the MVP. Obviously, behind the 99 overall, Mahomes, I think, is deserved. Yeah. Uh, the questionable thing was Russell West, Russell Wilson at ninety seven, but then you compare Gronk. I don't mind Russ at ninety seven. Yeah, me neither. Uh, the ninety five Rob Gronkowski to the ninety four Lamar Jacksons, where you get a little ish, if, iffy, iffy yeah. here. Uh, he's Kevin. the third best tight end, and that's just not true. So, in my opinion, there's no way he's the third best tight end. You think he could be, but I'm not putting my money on him. Because we hasn't played in a full year, so who's above him, Kelsey and and Kittle? It's Ertz. yeah, mm-hmm. um, Kittle and and Ertz maybe. I don't think in the game though he is. Oh, oh um, you think is Gronk the number one? Gronk is the third best tight end in the game, but he shouldn't be. In my opinion, like he's not. Who's in front of him, Kittle and Kelsey? Yeah, I'm trying to find that real. Quick. I think I can't remember who else is. I can't imagine there's anybody else. So, yeah, I think it's just Kittle and Kelsey. Yeah, but I mean, it, Gronk is Gronk. If he comes and plays like he did, a couple, like he was a couple years ago, he's yeah. Gronk. So it, he's... it's a, it's a weird jump too because it's George Kittle's a ninety-eight, Travis Kelsey's a ninety-seven, Gronk is a ninety-five, and then you drop all the way down to ninety overall for Zach Ertz. And, that, and I think that's understandable, honestly. <clears throat> Zachers is good, but he's not Kittle or Kelsey. Right, but I don't think that Gronk should be at 95. I would I'd feel more comfortable putting him somewhere around. I mean, Greg Olson's an 86. So is Darren Waller and Mark Andrews. I don't see why you can't put him somewhere around there. Okay. That's I think that would respect Gronkowski as one, you know, he's one of the best tight ends ever. He's coming back. You have to give him some level of respect because of his history. But you also don't know what you're getting. So I think if you put him somewhere in the mid-80s, I don't think you can complain. All right. What, what were the other storylines for the NFL? Mad, anything Madden readings you guys need to talk about or wanted to talk about? The 99 um, overall club. <clears throat> the 99 club is very controversial this year. So I saw, obviously, Mahomes, Aaron Donald again, which is deserved. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Gilmore. Interesting. I think he's a great corner. I don't think he's a 99 overall corner. So is he the best cornerback in the league right now? Probably. probably. And so I think that's probably what they did was they just picked I think it's corner. really tight in there, in that area. And then the big one, in my opinion, is Michael Thomas is the only 99 wide receiver, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yes, and I don't think it yep, should be Michael Thomas. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is one behind at 98. He's a 90. I was going to say, if, if Michael's up there by himself, Julio and yeah. Hopkins have got to be there close. I mean, oh, Julio's- one of the big things I remember is, um, so I'm looking at the ratings right now. Um, so the corners, it goes... 99 overall, Stefan Gilmore. 94, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is a great corner. I don't it's a five overall point. difference? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then third, I. this is weird. It's Richard Sherman at 92. Yeah, that's overrated. That's a and I don't think Richard Sherman has been like this, one of the top five corners in a little bit. No, now. that's a career thing. That's that's a career thing. He's slow. Um, the biggest weirdest thing was Minka Fitzpatrick didn't make the top 10 list at safety. Oh, and yeah. he had an insane year once he got traded he, he, over. Yeah. They put guys like Micah Hyde, Earl Thomas ahead of him. Oh, and they're freaking old. Give me yeah. a break. The only well, good Jair, old safety in the league is Harrison Smith. <laughs> Jair mm. Alexander is the fourth highest corner. Really I don't wise. think Jair... I don't <laughs> think Jair Alexander is the fourth best corner in the league. Is he the guy that went to Alabama for Green Bay? Uh, Louisville. Louisville? Yeah. Oh, screw him. I hate that guy. That yeah, I hate that guy. If you went to Bama, it'd be fine. That guy's, that guy's a jerk. No, but he... What a he, jerk. He, me, and him, me, me and him fought enough. He had a pretty good... <laughs> he had a pretty good couple of games against the Vikings. No, he did. I'm not trying to hate on him, but I'm just saying, I don't think he's quite that level, personally. Fourth, fourth best is... Yeah, well, that's, that's crazy high, honestly. I'm just sad I because am, I really want him to that draft. I like him a lot. That's the year we took Hughes, obviously, but he went way higher that draft than people expected because he went to 18. Mike Hughes still has a lot of time, which is a good thing. No, I think Mike Hughes still has – Here's the uh, the last thing I think NFL-wise. NFL just went What's nuts. Up? Weekend mode. Safety protocols. They want a better protocol. They don't want to put them in danger. Yeah. Hashtag we want to we play, want to play. But, but this couple weird situations. And uh it it, it kind of came down to they wanted no preseason games. And because of that, the NFL actually offered them today no preseason games. Mm-hmm. And within Less than 12 hours, all of this happening. There's no preseason games anymore for the 2020 season. Uh, it's a little weird, in my opinion, because you don't have a practice or a, uh, what is it, a dress rehearsal of traveling. But if that's yeah. what they want, that's what they get. And the teams are going to have to figure that out on their own. Uh, so my question to you guys now is, what does the NFL 2020 season look like, at least the beginning of it, with no preseason games? Do you think the, reg- the first regular season games going to be a crapshoot or what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially for those. I think, we, I think we see a lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah I agree. Could be. Sadly. I think but, with these sadly, guys' bodies. Do you think we're going to see injuries or is it going to be? Is it yeah, gonna we're going to see a lot of injuries. Of just prepping for an NFL season without having to go through the preseason routine. Yeah. yeah. Good point there. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just disadvantage for the the like rookies coming yeah, in. Your, you're not yeah. going to get oh that NFL God. game until you come into your first game ever, you know. Yeah, and that, that and it means something. Like preseason doesn't really mean right. much, but instead, your first reps are going to be week one, 
Yeah, it's not like you can just throw that... Joe, you know, you, you can't just throw Joe Burrow out there and him throw three picks and be like, hey, it's all good, buddy. You're doing okay. Yeah. You know, it's preseason. Nope, this is, man, if you throw three picks, you're in big trouble. Yeah, your fantasy owners are going to cut you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Do, so, in my opinion, obviously the preseason is, you can't, I, I hate the people or I hate the idea that the preseason is completely pointless because yeah. for the people who are the 50th best players on the roster to the 60th best players on the roster, the preseason is completely do or die. Yep. And mm-hmm. so I hate that idea of throwing the preseason completely away in the future because that's X amount of people on X amount on every team. Yeah. And that's a people's livings. That's their people's wages. If they're making the practice squad compared to making the NFL, that's where people. And so I hate the idea of getting rid of the preseason for good, but if it's understandable that they don't want it right now and they're not going to get it next year, let's say if they cut it down to two, I'd rather it be two than zero, but I'd rather it be two than four. So, But I think that this just plays in not having the preseason this year just plays into the grand scheme of the season. It also helps the NFL knowing when they can start. You know, you're yeah. not bound to those preseason games uh, in the beginning of the season. Yeah. But did you also see they dropped the 90 man down to 80 man? Yeah, I did. See really? That's yeah. insane, actually. And so that's just another thing. Those are 10 people that are now out of a spot. So, yeah. Makes me feel for them, but it's like it's a lot of people on roster. So I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. Uh, Peter King from the Athletic did a big story about how he went into the TCO Performance Center in, in Egan, and he, it's just his one example for the NFL teams. But he picked the Vikings, and the process of getting into the door, everything food-wise, all the different levels mm-hmm. of the people that go in and out, uh, and it was like idea that the Vikings needed to think of they had under control and so my question was well why the heck is there all this fear from the NFL players if the, if the Vikings are so ahead of it why can't other teams be and so that's what one thing that I yeah. will see well, if, I think it's so much that it's not in the players control you know yeah it's not like they can do much else to not get it you know and it, if it did go through a team like the NFL or like the Vikings or something like that. It just run rampant. I'd feel like because everybody's so close. Yeah. But you know, and, and you don't want that. And and so you the hope it doesn't be, happen. Once that happens, let's say inevitably, maybe, maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's not going to happen, but if it does, where will it lead to? Will it take someone getting hospitalized? Will it take something, dare I say yeah. it, getting really sick and critically sick? Or bringing mm-hmm. it back to a family member before they start dropping like flies, where they would yeah. just start dropping out. So, those are the things that, as podcasters or sports fans, we have no clue what to say. We don't know. We can't yeah. promise this. We can't say anything mm-hmm. specific. So, we'll have and I that wouldn't be surprised. That's a weight game with all if... the sports. Go ahead, Ty. No, you, um, that's it. Oh, no, I wouldn't be surprised if the, oh. if the NFL is taking. Uh, just waiting to see kind of what happens with the NBA, MLB, yeah. uh, NHL. Just kind of see how they how it how it works for them. See if anything bad happens and how they handle that. You know, and they'll just have, trying yeah, to they could jumpstart it technically like, yeah. based on mm-hmm. if there's a way to prevent it. But like a lot yeah. of this, a lot of question marks. So mm-hmm. NFL's got 
that that wiggle room there for that extra month or whatever before they start. Yeah. So speaking of starting up, let's get into baseball talk. Hopefully this will go smoothly because time for baseball. It's back after what it was supposed to start at the end of April or is it the end of May? I can't remember now because of how long it's been. Don't remember. And now it's July twenty no, third in a couple of days and it's starting up, which is almost like a dream. And I can I can dare yeah. I say it, what my birthday? Yeah, it would be on the twenty third. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> good little birthday present that I've been waiting for, and especially on like the twenty fourth. I cannot wait to just sit at the cabin or whatever wherever I am and listen to a twins game on the radio or watch it on TV. Like that's hype. Can't get over yeah. can't can't get enough of that. Yeah, I was talking to my dad, and I was like, "We'd be watching the All Star Game just like yeah. around now, you know." It'd but be, we haven't even seen. Be done. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't even seen a single game yet. Yeah, you know, April, it's just so be. interesting. Yeah. And so now there's been a couple of little scrimmages: Mets versus Yankees, Yankees mm-hmm. versus Phillies, and they're going well. It seemed like a real baseball, yeah. and so I'm hyped to see just exactly how it turns out. And mm-hmm. let's dive right in. The Minnesota Twins are obviously one of the best rosters in the in baseball. I don't think that's a question. I think that's nationally being recognized now, which I think is well-deserved. Yep. Last year, yes, our, so offense, have- our offense was very potent, was very powerful, obviously, with the, with the record-breaking home runs. Uh, did it get worse? Heck no. It got better. Did it get older? A little bit. Obviously, Nelson Cruz just turned yeah. 40, but... He's in our four scrimmages or four of the five. He had four home runs. So mm-hmm. is he old? Maybe. Can he hit? Hell yeah. yeah. And so yeah. that's where we're, we're in it to win it soon, not in it to win it later. You know, this that's year, how the te- that's how our team is with that 60, 60 game schedule. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gleeman today. That just said plays that advantage to our older team. Aaron Gleeman today said that we're cocky. We're borderline cocky. And honestly, I like that. I'd rather have them be cocky and going into the games with the attitude of we, we need to win mm-hmm. this and we're going to win this compared to hopefully we can come out and battle. I don't, I'd rather see them come out. And guess what? We have Miguel Sano at first base. If wow. he's starting at first base and he hits like he last year, yeah, I'm going to miss him at third Rick base. But guess what? We have a better fielding third base than now. And Miguel Sano, I think, is a very Josh. good. But Josh – Freaking Donaldson shows up out of nowhere. Showed up to mm-hmm. MVP. Finally, yeah. No one likes to say all star, but I like to say ex MVP because <laughs> that's what he was only three, four years ago, I suppose. So it's a loaded lineup, top to bottom. The bench is deep. It's actually too deep that when Arias is sitting and Marwin Gonzalez, Noah's boy, is sitting almost every day. It's Marwin. Because there's good baseball players that are going to be sitting especially Alex Avila and these young guys that could be making the team and playing actually well on the roster, Ari Adrianza. So let's go through it again. We did this about six months ago, it feels like, but I went through every position <laughs> and just raved about how good this team is. Yeah. Mitch Garver. Yeah, you did. Had Garver one of the best baby. years as a catcher. He's probably a top five catcher. I wouldn't put it past him to be top three if he had the same year last year. Uh, I can't get over Mitch Garver. He's very elite. Garve sauce showed out. Miguel mm-hmm. Sano. Shout he's out. 100% by opening day, and he just completes to where – to about the point where he was last year. Obviously, that would be beneficial. If you didn't know, he had very similar splits to Aaron Judge, and it, people think about Aaron Judge. 
12 bus after Mike Trout. Uh, well, why is Miguel Sano having a better year when he's striking out just as much? That's a question to be ads- answered. Will Miguel Sano com- continue to play like he did the last half of the year? Because watch out MLB. Second base, Luis Arias. Watch out. Slash Marwin, slash Harry Adrianza. Arias batted <laughs> 300 as a rookie and got on base about 440% of the time. Uh, Insane. Week, man, that's a, that's a preach in the chat. Mm-hmm. So if he can just match chat. that, you can, you, can, you can put him at leadoff. And guess what? Josh Donaldson at two, Nelson Cruz at the three. Sounds pretty good to me. Uh, I, can't, I cannot get over this team right now. Uh, it's really one of the best lineups, and it's 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 got so much change because Rocco obviously likes to change the lineup around. We had about seven mm-hmm. leadoff guys last year. Shortstop, our only all-star, in the uh, from what the only all-star from the fielding positions or whatever, not pitchers. Jorge Polanco, if he keeps it like he did in the first half of the year or even regresses a little bit, I think he'll be fine at shortstop. Uh, the biggest thing about him is he needs to play a good field, play a good, play a good shortstop position. I think that's almost more important than his bat because he'll be in the seven or eight spot or nine spot even anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously MVP Josh Donaldson at third base. He had MVP votes last year to, to disprove the age theory because the guy can freaking play baseball and there's no doubt about that. And actually, he got a 99 overall card today in the show that's going for a ton of money. So shout out to Josh Donaldson. <laughs> and then past that, the old field, obviously, Byron Buxton healthy is in fielding, and hopefully he can be in a lead bat. Uh, and then the big one in the corners, Eddie Rosario and Max Kepler, they're kind of a uh, – and Rosario was one of those guys that didn't have a career year last year. So even if he just is the same, no, that's, yeah. that's really good because Eddie Rosario can obviously hit player can either stay the same or get a little tiny bit better because I think there's definitely room for improvement. Yeah, This is, that's eight guys that can hit 30 home runs if you count Nelson Cruz, but obviously Arise isn't going to, Polanco's going to be closer to 20 in a full season. Mm-hmm. And so I think Miguel Sano, when he was hitting ball, he one day was saying, I'm hitting 30 this year. Are you joking me? That's one every two games if you can't do the math. Uh, this yeah. team's loaded. If I'm going off too much, put me back in my place. But I can't. Let's just. I can't. Get Ty's it. hyped. I can't. I'm hyped too. It's going to be good. So the way I think. Yeah. Go but I think what this season is going to be way more interesting is how much more every game counts. You know. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that before, but just really, it'll be really fun to watch each game to see kind of what they. You can't have a four-game skid, and so mm-hmm. Ben. Ben. Mm-hmm. Are you here, Ben? Yeah, I'm back. You, you yeah. were mentioning I how you were mentioning how pitchers and pitching staffs will be managed a little bit differently. You're thinking, what was your thoughts on that? The fact that because games are squeezed in shorter periods of time could lead to um, more teams needing to use <clears throat> like a five man rotation. Um, you know, some teams was you know like constantly. You know, there's some teams where. Um, you have three really great pitchers, yeah. Um, and you think before you could maybe get away with, you know, oh hey, we just play a few games here, a few games here. You know, we have these breaks, and then we can bring these guys back in. Yeah, there quite isn't that those breaks anymore. Like, sure, are we playing less games? Um, but I think 
part of it has to do with, because I think it's here. Right now, we go 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th off. Then we go 28th, 29th, zero days off, 30th, 31st. So we go... Yeah, we actually have until until August 13th, we only have two days off. So... Yeah. So... It's very good. And when when you say two days off until August 13th, as in like August 13th is the second day in that we get off. They and play, then the rest of August, there's no days off. They play July 24th through August 12th, one day off in that entire stretch. That is absolutely an insane pace. And it's right at the beginning. So you play three games, get a break, and then you play 15 games in a row. Yeah, so that's where you're going to see that. Your, your point is if a starting pitcher throws a, a, a long or normal length game, they're right. not going to be able to pitch there five days later. Right, because it doesn't matter. They're not going to shorten about, it up. Yeah, it doesn't matter so, if you're only talking 60 games because the fact they're all so squeezed together that your arm fatigue is still going to be there in that 60 days. If you ask your starter to play on the 24th and then to ask him to try to play again on the 30th, or like yeah. the twenty eighth or whatever, like there's enough time to get three pitch or two different pitches in there, but man, no, you can't do that. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'll be intrigued to say <clears throat> what happens if we have um games canceled because of rain. Oh how are we gonna reschedule double headers, baby. There's double headers with this kind Trip, of schedule? Triple triple headers, baby. Like, imagine if we had to go and play on the 6th in Pittsburgh and had to do a doubleheader at 12.35 and then play another U.S. Bank Stadium. And then we have to go play Kansas City the very next day. U.S. Bank. We play at U.S. Bank if that's the case, maybe. Well, it's not even just us, though, but, like, we have to go and try. I mean, what, out of all the teams that have – What? No, I was saying U.S. Bank, but a few would be open. Right, but what I, I guess I'm saying is, like, we have to worry about road games because the only road team that I see that has, you know, there's only so many indoor stadiums in the league. So, like, Milwaukee. Obviously, we don't have to worry about having a game canceled because of rain against Milwaukee. Yeah, correct. But everybody else, like, if we're traveling to Detroit, we don't have, you know, like, an option to play indoors. Yeah, so... It's either going to be that was will be the case with rain delays and the pitching staffs, but I'm thinking there's almost there's almost a better option is these teams might go three or four starters yeah. and then do all bullpen game or whatever, and then do mm-hmm. their their number one after four days of rest because they don't have to pitch as many games late in the season. Yeah, and so that's a possibility. So like the Matt just go to Grom. I guess there's no Cinder Guard, but DeGrom and Strowman and whoever and then have DeGrom pitch three days after he already pitched because he hasn't right. too far into the year. And so that's a, there's a couple things like that. It's going to be interesting to see how teams do actually change the game uh, based on how they're going to treat their pitching staffs. And so that's where with the Twins you got Barrios, you got Oda Rizzi, Chill, who's elite if he's healthy. Uh, it's really going to 
how can some of these guys pitch routinely and consistently? And then how does the bullpen how does the bullpen respond in, in late games? Can they put games down? Can they uh can they bring it bring it home? Right. That's where well, I, think I think there's gonna be things for the for the twins that are gonna put them over the edge because obviously the offense is gonna be there. I think one interesting thing that was um you were talking about sounds like you're doing like a breakdown of the roster when I jumped in, right? Or when I jo- rejoined. Yeah. I think one, yeah, he was. I think what's been interesting to me is there's uh, some prospects that didn't make, because we have like what the that's right 60 man or whatever. There were yep. some guys that I was kind of surprised because weird enough, the twins top two pitching prospects did not make the team. Yeah. Because they're so young, I believe. I mean, they're 21 and 22, though. Oh, okay. And so it's, it's, so it's Jordan Blazovich. Yeah, and he's a monster. And it's Juan Duran. Should be, uh, should be our boy, yeah. Uh, but, like, I think Blaine Enlow made it, made the roster. I'd have to pull it up. But I think that'll be a really interesting thing to keep your eye on is, like, um, how does it look – for um oh no wanderan did make it excuse me i'm mistaken on that one but it's like it'll be very interesting to see how many of these uh taxi squad kids will actually see playing time do we finally get to see the debut of royce lewis do we see the debut of kirloff uh Larnack, um sheffers they could all make some appearances. Yeah, so those are some of those questions that I'm excited to see answered, especially with a shortened season. And I think a lot of these teams are going to have young guys ready, especially if someone gets COVID and then gets taken out for two weeks. That means you have to have someone ready to be replaced. And all these minor leaguers aren't playing regular seasons of their own seasons, so they'll be ready playing at the whatever. So they're all going to be ready to, to hop in, I think, at any moment. So let's, well, there's let's, some people saying that Spencer Torkelson could make his debut technically this year for the Detroit Tigers. Wow. The first, yeah. the, for people who don't know, Torkelson's the guy that just got picked number one by the Tigers. Big that home he run. could, you know, he could be forced here. to see time early because of the fact that, you know, there's no, uh, oh, I know. So he isn't yet, they said three weeks ago, but he might be. Um, yeah. But the fact that he could play would be insane because there's nowhere else for him to play, and he is that hyped up is that he's supposed to be insane. Yes, yeah, so we'll see if what nice. what any teams because that's what Juan Soto did. He was in Double A for a couple of years, but then once he hit Triple A, I think it was four games or eight games later, he got moved up because the hype was there and he was good enough. Mm-hmm. And clearly, that's worked out for the Washington Nationals. Shout out to Juan Soto, the guy's a monster. Uh, let's do this. He's amazing. In the Nationals, let's hop around the league a little bit. Uh, let's do all six divisions. Let's pick winners and then a couple wild card teams from each, uh, I guess, league. We'll pick a couple of those teams. I believe there's actually going to be three wild card teams, if I'm not mistaken. They're going to change up their bracket a little bit and get an extra team in there this year, but I'm not 100% sure on those details. So let's do this first. Obviously, let's start with the AL Central. Uh, the three contenders, the White Sox, the Twins, and the Cleveland Indians, uh, three really good teams. There's some youth there. There's some age there from all of them. Uh, like the White Sox, they have Yasmani Grandal and Edwin Encarnacion, a couple veteran veteran additions that they added that 
can change lineups. Obviously, we know Edwin Encarnacion torched us last playoffs, but <laughs> a lot yeah. of good players on that White Sox team, especially for the next couple of years. Uh, the rookie or that young kid, Michael Kopech, he's still struggling with his personal issues, I suppose. But uh, White Sox are looking to battle this year, and it's not just – it's not a fluke, I don't think. It's I think not they're... the Twins. And it's not the Twins and the Indians right now. It's... Yeah. And Twins, Indians, and don't forget the White Sox for sure. So now I'm assuming we're all going to be saying the Twins are going to win a division. Why? Because they're really the favorite. They're the best team in the league in, in mm-hmm. the division. Uh, they're yep. one of the best teams yeah. in the league. I think they're the second best team in the AL. If I'm telling you right now, honestly, uh, I agree. So I got the Twins. I don't know if it's going to be 40 wins. I think, I think on Instagram I counted like 42 and 18, and now I'm like, that's freaking nuts. That's like eight and two against all the bad teams and seven and three against the other good teams we play. I don't think that can happen. Uh, I think it's going to be something like 35 and 25. I was going to say 35 or 38, maybe. And then the Indians will be at like 32, and the White Sox will be at like Mm -hmm. 31. That's where I – I can't put a number on it because, like, are the Dodgers going to win 40 games? I don't know. Are the Yankees going to win 40? I don't know. So that's what's going to be, again, we're going to have to wait and see. But uh, some of the special storylines are – Twins and White Sox in the or Twins and, and Indians in the Central. You go, who the heck is going to be able to beat the Yankees? I don't mm-hmm. know. So I'm assuming we're all Twins. Is that a consensus around here, boys? Yep. Yeah. 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 I don't know how. If you're an MLB mind or, or a, not a neutral guy, I don't know how you couldn't pick Twins. Too good on paper, and they. And got I'm trying better. to remember. And they got better. I just want to make sure. I- for wild card for baseball, it's the top two teams that don't win their division, right? Yep. So it can be any. It can be three from one division. It could be anything. And I think there's three this year. Oh, it's year. the top three. It's the top three th- from. Yep. Okay. Top, top. Well, I think it's top three this year. Is the first time they're doing three. Six. Six two. teams make the playoffs in total. Yep. From each league. Okay. Brand new in 2020, and so right. for the AL East, I think it's going to be another consensus one. Uh, Yankees. I don't know how you're throwing out a dark horse team. I think the Rays. Okay, Okay. now Hunter, Hunter. I love that. Mm -hmm. I do like that. I I like Tampa. Mm -hmm. I think. And hey, they have an advantage voice. They have a big advantage. Yeah, they are used to playing in front of an empty stadium. Okay, there you go, Ben. That's a fact. They've got that experience on their side for that. That's a like the Yankees are normally beneficial. The Yankees are used to you know their fans fainting and screaming and yelling judge. And they're gonna rising be like, up oh, for the judge that bad. They're gonna be sad, but the that's, Rays are gonna be like, eh, nothing that's new. That's right, Ben. And and obviously they have, the, they have the smallest payroll in baseball, but which is nuts, man. But they can man. But they they put out good teams. You I know what could be interesting. Could the Rays at some point get absolutely raided if if their owner is not willing to pay out money? Well, they, will they, guys they like do. Blake Snell? Will guys like Tyler Glass uh, now? Yeah, Austin yeah. Are those guys, Yeah, if these big clubs come a walking someday, they're like, yeah, we want these guys. And if Tampa Bay ain't willing to give them, you know, hundred fifty million dollar contract or whatever. What's sad, Ben, is 
it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think there's a yeah. question. I think it's when. Or if they don't upgrade uh, Tropicana, you know, who wants to play at Tropicana? Yeah, exactly. Yep, these guys yeah. are fine well, listen, before their arbitration My work has periods. Tropicana lemonade. It's not very good. You got to add some water to it because it's too strong. That's kind of it's kind of factual. You better get them in. Well, we America, can't be America. chirping Tropicana here. You just chirp Tropicana. <laughs> you're not, I chirp. I chirp. I chirp the field. I'm not chirping the company. I thought we were chirping the company. To be honest, you're, nope. Simply lemonade. Well, I'm go. chirping all three. <laughs> all three. What's the third one, Noah? The field. You the know team. that one. Yeah, the field. <laughs> yeah. I, I chirped the field. That was one of them. Okay, I don't okay. know what the third one is. Hunter, I'm with you on the Rays. I the think coach. there's no doubt the wild card teams. The Rays are one of them. So <laughs> yeah, I yes. definitely completely. Rays are a wild that. card team. Or I think the, one of the wild cards, yes. The Indians are also a wild card team, if I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. And maybe Probably. So now this is where we're gonna have some disagreement. The cheating oh, Astros, the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels of Anaheim. And the Oakland Athletics are your three competitors. Are the Rangers? By the way, Los Angeles is just no. the worst. That's the no. That's just the worst name in ever because it's the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Because well, yeah. they're not actually in LA; they're in Anaheim. But it's like yeah. they just they want to throw decide. LA on there for whatever reason. You just can't decide. I think so. Yeah, the Oakland Athletics. Honestly, <laughs> they're just like the Rays. They don't have money, but guess what? teams that can compete and beat anybody at any given series. Uh, they're stacked. On paper, their lineup is comparable to the Twins. They don't have the power and the and the attitude, but man, can yeah. they play ball? And their pitching staff is. Eh. So See, I technically, I stole my joke from uh, Chapman because Chapman made that joke about them that they're used to playing in front of empty yeah. stadiums. Yeah, and Matt Chapman is. One of the brighter spots in that lineup. Oh yeah, um, I can't get on the pitching staff. I think the Twins is just better. Obviously, they have a couple good relievers. There's no doubt about that. But starting wise, Lazardo is a, a young guy. Mike Fires is the guy that told on the Astros. Hopefully, he's the best pitcher in the league for Oakland's sake because of the snitching on the Astros. Uh, let's get to them. The Astros, obviously, they're stacked. Their pitching staff is good. But they don't have Garrett Cole anymore, which is obviously cheaters. We didn't even mention Garrett Cole when it comes to the freaking Yankees. They do have the best pitcher in the AL all of a sudden, which is a little yeah, scary. that's un- that's very unfortunate for sure. And then after the Astros, the Angels, which this year finally you can argue they could be making the playoffs, especially with the thir- with the three teams. But why? Yeah, they added Anthony Rendon to help out Michael Trout. Uh, pitching staff, they have Otani. That's about it. Yeah. He's yeah. known for his hitting. So <laughs> obviously the Tyler Tyler died last year and that doesn't help that he was a one of their younger guys that was supposed to be their top two or top mm-hmm. three guys last year. Uh so that doesn't help, but they don't have a bright a bright Much. spot on their pitching yeah. staff. Their relievers no. aren't that good either. And that's the, th- that's the thing that's left the Angels out of the playoffs every year for the past five years. The best player in baseball and one of the best players of all time is, there, is on their team and is going to be for the next five years. Speaking of that, Joe Adele, known to be one of the next people that are going to be playing very similar to Mike Trout. Yeah. He could be starting a lot of them by the end of the year if Justin Upton strikes out like the way he does because, man, can that guy strike out. Uh, so that's going to come down to athletics, Angels and Astros. 
Bills. My pick, Athletics make the play, win the division. Astros make the playoffs as a wild card. And I think the Angels are fighting for the last spot of the wild card, but lose it to the, maybe the Indians. What do you guys think about the West? I'm a flip-flop it on that one for me. It's the Astros. Um, I mean, come on. The Ver- it's yeah. Verlander, it's Granke, it's McCullers. That is plenty for oh, pitching. I forgot. McCullers is Lance back McCullers. this year. Yeah. He's, he's in my fantasy so, team. I can't believe I forgot about him. So, I mean, yes, are you losing your very best pitcher, but, like, you still have three. Yeah, you're, you're very like, best. Oh, no, the poor oh, wait, eight Astros. Verlander. Yeah, the Astros only have three aces instead of four. What a horror for them. Yeah. They still got Asuna, Presley in their bullpen. Yeah. Presley, the and twin. Still, and they're still rolling out one of the best hitting squads with, of course, the young Jordan Alvarez, who could guess, be a huge difference maker. Guess who Dude's just a year. hit a single on me right now? Jordan Alvarez. Dude is, is only 23 and <laughs> hit off. 313. He hit 313 with 27 home runs last year. Fresh off so, of I mean, the year award, huh? I mean, uh, it's only upwards for Alvarez. Um, the team is still legit all over the place. Oh, they still course. got Springer. They still got a lot of this stuff. They win. I they, I just can't bet against them. A's, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to get that wild card. Um, I just don't like their bats as much. I just think that yeah. I don't like well, I don't like anything as much. I like the Astros on them, really. No, I feel that. I just kind of root against the Astros, so that's why I'm picking the A's. Well, no, yeah, we're all rooting against the Astros. A's, Astros, or we're Angels. all rooting, yeah. Um, I'm going to go up with you, but you got uh, – I'm going with the A's. I, <laughs> I think it's kind Winning of a, heart, a heartthrob thing. Yeah, I don't like the Astros, so that's what I – but I think – I don't know who it's going to be, but I think this season we're going to get a team – A random. That we did not expect. Yes, I'm completely but, with you. With the shortened season, there's gonna they're gonna yeah. heat up. There's gonna be one team at least who's just gonna show up show up out of nowhere. That's why I'm scared of the White. And it's Sox. in and it's gonna be in our division. Yeah, it's gonna be the Royals. <laughs> yeah, Seek. maybe Seek. you never know. That's what I'm going to respond to. All right, so I think we're good to head over to the National League. We'll go through this a little. Oh, bit do we want to pick our wild card teams for the wild cards for us? I, I I'm think going for us. I'm going Astros, Rays, and Indians. I go Rays, Rays, Athletics. Yeah, Indians, I don't know if I – I think maybe some sleepers would be like the Rangers, White Sox. See, I can't get behind the Rangers, but White Sox for sure. They're on my – White Sox, yeah. They're they're on a dark horse, yeah. Rangers are one of those teams that – nothing going for them right now, but they continue to just win at decent paces. Like last year, they were decent, but they had nothing going for them. I think they've got some decent hitters. and Yeah, and they do. It's I mean, just... they've got Gallo, they've got Danny Santana, they've got yeah, show it to Danny Gallo! Santana, another X to win. They've That's got Todd Frazier, they got Rogue Ned. Yeah, I, don't actually... mind, I don't mind their starting group of... Uh, Gower Minor, Lance Lane. That's not a bad starting right. pitching. That's right. You're right, Ben. So let's get over to the NL. Uh, let's start in the East. Uh, the contenders here, I don't. I still don't think the Phillies are. And obviously the Marlins aren't. Uh, nope. So let's do Mets, Nationals, no. Braves. But obviously if the Mets – or if you want to add Phillies in, you can. I just don't think their pitching staff's good enough. 
Uh, I'm going with the Braves. I think the Mets and Nationals will both be battling right behind them or for or for a uh, wild card spot. But I think the Braves are the lock for the division. I don't think there's any possible way it's not them. If it's if it's not, I'm going to be shocked. They're just loaded. They're similar to the Twins. They're just young and loaded, and mm-hmm. they have some veterans like Freddie Freeman that I, don't, I can't vote against. Yeah. Freddie. So are you guys Braves also? Yeah. Yep. Or the, I am the Braves. Series champs. Yeah. And I'll just take it right now. I'll say right now. I'm going to take two teams for a wild card here. I'm going to take the Nationals and the Phillies. And the Phillies, huh? One of my wild cards, yes. I think the batting is going to be great. I mean, they've got some amazing players. And I think the pitching will be enough. catcher in the game. You need – I mean, you got Nola, you've got Wheeler, you've got Arietta, And if Eslin can kind of take a step – No, Ben, I I feel that. I think you're one of those teams – that can take a step this year and become something. I mean, they've got, I think they've got a nice mixture of some older guys and younger guys. They've yep. got, they got, true. They've yeah. got Riz Hoffman. I agree. Um, Didi. Didi Gregorius. That guy. Uh, <laughs> Didi is a monster. They've got McCutcheon. That's like, they've, he's got the best name in the game. I just think it's a great, I think it's a solid team and I think they could take a step. Yeah, they got a good offense, I know, for sure. And if they're pitching, come together. A little bullpen help, probably. So we got Braves in the uh, East. The teams that are going to be important to us, the five teams that we're going to be playing, obviously the Pirates, garbage. I don't think they have a chance. Uh, But these these other four teams is where the Central gets really interesting because I think the Pirates are winning. Okay. The Cincinnati Reds are really one of those teams that are on the come up. Uh, Nick Castellanos is supposed to be one of the best players this year. Uh, the Chicago Cubs, obviously, they have players. Grizzo, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, cover of the show, all kinds of people. Brewers have Yelich, can't come out. They, had a, they made a run last year without Yelich when he was out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the St. Louis Cardinals, they're the St. Louis Cardinals. They're one of the best teams in sports that are most consistent that can win it whenever, when, with whoever's on the field. Uh, Honestly, this division I pick anything. I think there's going to be four teams that have 29 plus wins, 31 plus wins, because they're going to be playing the bad teams with the Royals and the, and the Tigers. They're going to be playing the Pirates. Problem is, is they have to run a bunch of this year. So, yeah, I got the Pirates. No one's got the Pirates. If, if, I'll take that one. <laughs> I'll take that one with you too, Noah. I'd rather bet. <laughs> thanks, thanks. I, I, would bet that thanks. I think they'd rather. I think I'd bet that they're going to get fifth more with more of a chance that they get fourth, they're gonna get, third. They're or at least going to get third. No, they're going to get hot. They're at least going to get third. They're going to get hot, and uh, Dude, they gonna, are going to get hot. They're going to take it. I hope so. Because I'm going with they're they're gonna win, yeah. in, in our division. As long as the Twins take it. That. No, that's that's how they're gonna start getting hot. They're gonna beat the Twins, and then from then they're gonna get on a roll. All right. game, it's game, it's game watch over it. after that. Watch point. it, watch it happen. Yeah, Josh, watch it happen. Josh Bell carrying the squad. Then I'm Josh Bell's a goat, dude. I'm gonna take the Cardinals just because. Yeah, uh, I don't think any of the wow. teams. I don't think any of the teams particularly impress me. There's no team Traitor. that's like. There's no team that really stands out when you look at the rosters and everything. No, no. And like you said, 
the Cardinals are just one of those teams where they just win, man. They just love to win. Yeah, Goldsmith had a down year too, and if you yeah. give him a really good year, yeah, Goldie had a good Cardinal. Be, it'd be impressive. I mean, it's it, <laughs> somehow Yadier Molina still playing, which is nuts. He's just um, too good. Colton Wong is a young guy. He's good. Kind of coming up a little bit. Tommy Edmond. Yeah, power hitter. Yeah, there, him and Tajong. I think they got some nice guys there to uh, for sure. I think that'll be interesting. I think will be interesting to see how the NL tries to figure out the uh, DH rule. DH, yeah, exactly. Because you all of a sudden have a guy, you like it'll be good for a lot of them because they'll be able to throw in a DH. But like a lot of them aren't used to having to run a DH, so it's like now we have to figure out who's our DH. That's right. Yep. And I'm sure a lot of these teams have good DH options. So we'll, mm-hmm. it's gonna be. I mean, I'm actually. It's gonna be good to see the NL get players in the game because. We all know that. That's not the case. So, uh, last division, last but not least, because the best, one of the best teams in the MLB is obviously on this team or in this division. Yeah. Uh, the NL West favorite. Ah, the White Sox. Right. The White Sox. Yeah, that's what it is. Favorites. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Talk about loaded. They're the, probably the roster that's better than the Twins if you want to put someone above us. Yeah. I think there's no doubt about that. I think that's a pretty safe thing to say. Uh, then you have are the Padres, Rockies, and Diamondbacks, and the Giants, probably the team that's not going to be able to compete very well. So what are we thinking? I got Dodgers, obviously. Dodgers all the way. I don't think there's a mm-hmm. I don't think there's a way to pick against them. I don't I don't know. I'll pick against them. I think the Diamondbacks are just gonna. Yeah, baby. I, Is that your team? I've got, I've got a feeling. Yeah. I got a feeling. I like the Diamondbacks. I like that. Yeah. Rockies. Rockies. I like that. Rockies. Too. That's mine. No one, no one there now. Baby. Shout out. All right. That's the reason. Trevor Story. I like that too. Let's go, cool. Noah. Buddy. Uh, all right. I mean, Arizona is good with the Mad Bum, Robbie Ray. No, they got a good um, staff and a good bullpen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kendall Marte is a really great second baseman. Escobar is a great third baseman. Yeah, Eduardo left last year and was close in RBIs. I had him in fantasy. He can hit. And yeah, Cattell Marte had a really good year. He's also, I think. And somehow they have, they have Sterling Marte too, who's good, which is just, yeah, I've never heard him. the name. I've never heard the last name Marte before, but there's two of them on. The yeah, they got, they got Starling this offseason and Cattell Marte. <laughs> Starling. And Cattell obviously had a really good year last bucket. year. So. Especially with the Coyotes winning in the NHL, I mean, the Diamondbacks, all they <laughs> want to do is win. So, honestly, I think they need to fill in some holes. Now that you guys have me talking about the Diamondbacks, I think they're going to battle for a wild card spot along with the Brewers, Cubs, Reds, and Nationals or Mets. There's a lot of teams in NL. I think that's yeah. one of the storylines of the whole year is the NL wild card race because there's some good teams out there, especially with DHs. So, we'll see how that all turns out. So, who's your. Uh... Guys, who are your wild cards from the NL? If I'm picking three, uh, I think I'm not going to put Mill. I'm not going to put Arizona <laughs> there. But let's say I have the let's say I have the Brewers winning the division. Right. I'll go Cardinals and Cubs from the Central with the Reds just missing it, and then nothing out west. But give me Nationals slash Mets. I think one of those teams have to make it. Uh, okay. 
if it's not them, it has to be Phillies. One of the teams, I think a team from the East has to make a wild card spot. Obviously, that's counting Atlanta making it. Atlanta's going to be in the playoffs if they're not call me Richard Nixon for the rest of my life because that's a shocker. <laughs> okay. Shocker. Deal. Deal. Noah's going deal. on that deal all day. Oh, my. Yeah, but that's an if. Remember, that's an if. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a will happen. If Atlanta doesn't make the playoffs, you can call me Richard Nixon for like three years or something like that. Not nah, your rest of all your right, life. All right. That too. You said that's it. That's right. I'll, I'll stick to that. What, yeah, what like you... I said, I'll take the Nationals and the Phillies. Uh, Mets are really, really. I like the Mets, but I just don't think it's quite there. I think they've got some really nice pieces, but it's an, all rounding out hurts, obviously. Yeah, and then for me, it's a hard toss up. Um, my third is either the Brewers or the Padres. I'm gonna go Brewers. Yeah, I think the Padres. Uh, it's not there yet. They got Tatis, they got Machado, but there's not. Give them another there. year or two, and man. Paul Allen's favorite baseball pitcher is on that, you know. I can't I know his name, but PA loves him. <laughs> Always oh, him. Does he love him because of his name? Yeah, and he throws like 102, but who cares? Yeah. Gratterall's better than him, so we'll see. <laughs> if Gratterall's the best pitcher in the league in two years, you're Nixon too, because that sucks. Okay, cool. Okay. Only oh. true pull lads would say that. Me? Got to get rid of him somehow. Pull that pocket protector over here. You like Gratterall, though. That's a prospect protector. That's what a prospect protector would say. (laughs) You you didn't like the Gratterall trade. I hate prospects, dude. What? I hate prospects. I didn't like the Gratterall trade. No, I'm fine with the Gratterall trade. My aid is going to be a monster this year. We're too stacked. We're too stacked. I don't know. I can't get over over these Twinkies. Uh, the the pirates are gonna in the, be in the World Series. Into that. If the pirates are in the World Series, you can call, do anything you want. Yeah, you can have, you can have free yeah. reign of. <laughs> the pirates make the World Series, man. I will do whatever. Yeah, I, I... Josh Bell is not that good. He's no, good. he's he's say great. That, but say that say that to his MLB the show player. One overall. That's how we feel about in reality. Yeah, he had a good year. Uh, MLB The Show definitely bases their live cards off of uh, – it's a resume thing, too, because Cal Marte is barely an 85, but Simeon got third in MVP voting. He's an 83, so it's like, okay. That's weird. But, no, it, it happens. So, I think that's all we got. Anything so, else on I, baseball? I got one more thing. Not on baseball, though. If okay. we're done with the baseball topic, mine will be a quick one. Yeah. I don't think I could be a 3M employee without a oh, shout out. name drop in the 3M Open this weekend, which I'm glad yeah, to see. We, forgot, we, we got big ups. names this week or this year. Last year, we did not. Did not there was all. not any big names. But I it was one of the best finishes of the whole year. It was good, but it didn't help that oh, it was on the 4th of July weekend and it was right before the Open. I mean, they talked about that. But this year, we've got Dustin Johnson. I mean, one of the better uh, yeah, well. golfers out there. Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood, my guy. Tony Fino. I mean, that's a <laughs> and that's the a number one golfer kind of in the world right now, Bryson DeChambeau. He's not there. Yeah. Oh, he's not coming. I no. heard that he was there. I've been looking at the odds right now. I don't see him. Oh, I thought Bryson would be there. He, had he the might 423 be. Twenty three nuke. I'm gonna be there. Are you going though? 
I mean, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. No one's going to be sideline no side side reporting no. from the guys. Mm. Sideline underscore. You probably get a press uh, pass and get in there. That's <laughs> right. Good call. I did. I did. I did. You know. All right. All right. Okay, here we go. So I found a right. thing that shows, right. I found a thing that shows the odds for winning it. So this should give us a good idea of who's. Yeah, there. Dustin Johnson's on top, ten to one. Yeah, that, Dustin Johnson is twelve to one. Brooks is there. Finau, Sweetwood, someone by the name of Paul Casey. Not familiar with him personally. Pop- well, that's my alias. <laughs> <Bubble> <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, I was. Bubble yeah, is going to be there. Bubba. Yeah. So I mean, which is good for a, the three M Open, which is not. Too well known. I think getting some big names. This is, this is the second. Cool this, is the, this is the only the second year it's happening. It happened yep. in 2019, yep. and now it's happening this year in Blaine, yep. Minnesota. So welcome home, baby. Yeah, that's right. All right, next. I just thought of this. We're gonna talk about Devin Booker and when he comes a wolf. So mm. okay. <laughs> So we're gonna okay, I like that. that. I like it. The Suns are in the Little teaser for next week or the next episode. So sorry it was a month away. Enjoy Whoops. baseball, everybody. Yeah, well, I can't believe I'm saying that. Next time. And honestly, by the we next just... time there's an episode, we might be having all three sports starting up. We'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe we'll just wait until like the uh, fourth and just have everything. And the reunite of the podcast is yeah, coming up soon. Honestly, not. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. If you guys have been paying attention at all, but universities seem to plan on coming back this fall. At least ours mm-hmm. is full of us go to. And if that's the case, then the microphone's gonna have to get dusted. Yeah, we'll have to. And then, the anchor and then I go bye bye. <laughs> and then I go bye bye until I come yeah. visit. Then Ben takes a little bit of a break, but maybe we can have you down to visit and if you have to sneak yeah. in at all. Wait, are you not supposed yeah, to, have to sneak you in? Are you not supposed to have visitors there? No, I don't know. No, you're not allowed, man. We haven't no. been told any. No. We've been told many rules yet. All I know Crap. is the masks are necessary. Which we is we got we got a whole list. We got a whole yeah. email about everything. I mean, we just need to even bigger. You just need to get me a bunch. It's like of North it's West. like six pages long. The doc has a brother. I, it's like bro. Yeah, yeah, it has a brother. That's right. Just decking no out of Northwestern gear, they're not going to, con- you know, they're not going to question him. They're walking around with the sweatshirt, the hat, the lanyard. Right. They're like, "Oh, he clearly goes here." That's it's not like there right. be just this random kid yeah. walking around. I'll just, I'll just let you borrow one of my sweatshirts. You'll fit in perfectly. Yeah. It's just like, no, who's the new kid? Oh, sweatshirts. yeah, that's Ben. He's in uh, that really he's small in- minor that only five people are part of. He's in, he's in my dorm room. He's Duh, that's fun. One of those no lifers. He's a commuter. Oh, he's kind of quiet. Speaking of no lifers, <laughs> all right, no. All right, <laughs> any final ideas, boys? Um, I think I that's think all so. we got. Stick to the same to another episode. Well, there was this one. There no, was this. No, 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 hey, no, wait. No. There was this. No, no, no. We're not starting uh, that story. There was this one. <laughs> there was this one time. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Save for next week. All right. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we're not. We're not going to let no one get in there. Listen. Listen for the next episode when we cover all the games that started. Hopefully, all the games. And uh, let's go, Twins. Second. Okay. Let's get Tim. Let's get Devin Booker on the Timberwolves. Uh, mm-hmm. and get Ricky Rubio while we're at it. So shout out. I think that's all we got. Yeah. Goal. Yeah. For Lamelo Ball, let's see what happens there with the draft and the lottery. Uh, we don't have to tank. We just have to hope. Mm-hmm. Cross your yeah. fingers. Pray. Yeah. 
Do a couple Hail Marys. Do whatever you can. See, see who buys the Timberwolves. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know? So, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, it's in shout out to you. Oh my gosh. Whoops. Shout out. Shout out. Instagram at Pod. Email us. Click the links in our bios. Whatever you need to do to get a hold of us. DM us. Let us know what you want to see. Uh, go yep. Twins. See, right about now when you're listening, maybe Josh Donaldson just hit a complete nuke. Hopefully that's going on. All righty. Thanks for listening. Be streaming episode. tomorrow. Peace. Oh, yeah. Check out our Twitch right now at Give Me Break Pod. Tomorrow we're streaming this episode. So, Shout yeah. Out. Shout out. Shout Peace. out. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Give me a break. 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 One, two, three, give me a break.